Hey there, everybody, from beautiful Cardston, Alberta, Canada. Welcome to episode 42 of the Mentally Ill Mentor podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss the secrets of how you or someone you love can begin winning the battle with depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide, and lots more. And after my own personal battle with these things for over 20 years, I am now on an all-out mission to help you and as many other people as I can to create for themselves a life of lasting hope, happiness, and purpose. Because dealing with mental health challenges ain't no fun. And if you've dealt with those things yourself, you know what I'm talking about. So thank you for being here with me today. I'm excited to have our conversation. And I want to start out with something that was, this is actually back in January of 2017. And I want to read to you an article from the New York Post. This is online, uh, January 11th, 2017, 12.44 p.m., New York Post. The title is, Obese Woman is Now a Stunning Model Thanks to Teaspoon Diet, in quotations, Teaspoon Diet, in quotations. And it says, the caption is, A spoonful of nutrition helps your BMI go down. Hmm, interesting. And it shows a picture of Matilde. She's from Denmark, so I think maybe it would be Matilda here. But anyways, Matilde Broberg before her weight loss. And it's got a picture of her. Um, She's got some extra pounds on her, and she's smiling. Um, And here's the story. Mathilde Broberg, 21, from Our House, Denmark, once, once tipped the scales at 266 pounds and had a body mass index that pushed her into the morbidly obese category. The svelte Danish stunner now models and works as a physical trainer after she shed her extra weight by cutting out junk and measuring her portions with a teaspoon. Here's a quote from her. Before, I would buy all the things you dream of, like chips, chocolate, cake, noodles, and lots of junk food between meals. Broberg told the newspaper, adding that she was an overeater until the age of 16. Broberg, who at one point consumed an alarming 3,500 calories per day, recalls being kicked off a roller coaster as a child because she was too heavy to ride. She finally decided to change her eating habits a teaspoon at a time. After spotting an unflattering photo of herself, in a school play. So why do I share that with you? Well, you know what? Although it may sound too good to be true, the teaspoon method, quote-unquote teaspoon method, also works if you're mentally overweight or even obese and morbidly obese like I was. How do I know this? Well, I tried it and it worked for me. And the mental results that I have experienced, just like the model, have been stunning. Like this woman that we talked about. But they haven't been on the outside. For me, 
They've been on the inside because it's a mental thing. But those around me and who know me well have been able to see this transformation take place. So what is the what is this the source of this transformation? The teaspoon method for mental weight loss. It's called wait for it meditation. Okay, now if you're sort of rolling your eyes, maybe kind of thinking, I don't think so. I've tried that before. It didn't work. Stick with me. I have talked to too many people who are not sold on meditation because in my opinion, they didn't ever get it right from the beginning and it became a bad experience for them. When you get meditation right, can I tell you something? You're going to crave it every day, just like you used to crave those things that she talked about in that article. The chocolate, the chips, the pop, the you name it, all those things. Your body will crave meditation because it is what you need. It's your mind that will crave meditation, actually, not your body. Okay, so let me share with you quickly my story. I have been mentally overweight and was mentally overweight for decades. Now, what qualified me as being mentally overweight? Why would I say that? I struggled with anxiety to the point that at certain times I would go into Costco and I remember one time when I got separated from my wife, Amy, and I had this like basically a panic attack. Like it was like a <gasps> kind of like you'd have if somebody said active shooter and everybody's falling to the ground. There wasn't an active shooter, but I felt that way. Where is my wife? Oh my gosh, like I got to find her. Okay, so we're talking about that kind of anxiety. Depression to the point where I used to lay in bed for months. Thoughts of suicide that were very intense, okay? So we're talking morbidly obese mentally. Also, the other thing is that I would also become very easily stressed by kind of little things in life, kind of the normal stresses of life, like, you know, the kids yelling or spilling stuff on the floor or whatever, the dog barking or pooping maybe where she shouldn't or, you know, in, in kind of key relationships, um, it was, I just found it to be, I get irritated pretty easily. So for me, the desire to lose my 125 uh, extra mental pounds wasn't from seeing an unflattering photo of myself because, of course, in some ways, the bad thing about mental weight is we don't totally know it's there in the same way that we could kind of put our finger on it with mental weight. But we know, if you know what I'm talking about or you love someone that's struggling with mental health challenges, you know that it's a real thing even though you can't see it in a photo. Uh, like this model that I read about in the beginning. So for me, one of the biggest things and my motivation to change came from having intense, so I struggling with anxiety, the depression, but also intense thoughts of suicide that caused me to wonder how long am I going to be able to resist this? I have a wife. I have children. I don't want to abandon them, but I don't know how long I can do this. The temptation to take my life is huge, and it is grinding on me mentally and emotionally, 
and I don't know how long I can resist. So I remember one particular day, I remember exactly where I was sitting at our home office in my black comfy chair by the computer in front of the desk, and it's just like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I am so close to uh, giving in to this temptation, but I know I can't. And I swear I must have prayed, please, God, help me. I cannot do this anymore. And very clearly to my mind came a memory of getting an email. Sounds kind of weird. But the, e and this is going to sound even weirder, the email talked about LeBron James. And the context in which it discussed LeBron James was, well, the email was from the Calm app, C-A-L-M, calm.com. Um, very popular meditation app. And I had kind of ignored it and, you know, ha have had this uh, false belief for many, many years that real men, and I believe myself to be a real man, real men don't meditate. And so I had ignored that email, thought it was kind of stupid. And I shouldn't say that. I, I don't know that I thought it was stupid, but um, I had glossed over it. Oh, it's from Calm, a meditation app. I don't need that. But I remember they talked about LeBron James. I went back. I found where that email was in my trash or wherever it was. And uh, I opened it up and it, re it read, you know, something about LeBron James has partnered with um, Calm, this meditation app. And so I signed up immediately. I paid the five bucks a month, paid yearly, so 60 bucks. Um, and I started listening to LeBron James and I, I'll never forget what he said. And he's like in his deep voice, he's like, my name is LeBron James and today what's on my mind is my mind. And he went through this like seven part series that boiling it down to just like one sentence is like, this guy is sold on meditation. It's what has one of his best, biggest secrets to why he's been successful and he is promoting it to anybody who's listening on the calm app i'm going okay of all the manly men out there not really a sissy i would say it would be lebron james so i thought you know what if meditation is good enough for lebron james i'm gonna try this and i did i got into it and my first barrier to meditation, um, so I'm fast-forwarding down the road a little bit. So now I'm going, okay, LeBron James is really promoting it, but I still don't know exactly how to meditate. I had tried this in the past, so I'd be like, I tried to habit stack, right? So I'm thinking, okay, well, I, I take a shower virtually every day so I can meditate in the shower. So I remember I'd be standing in the shower, nice, you know, warm water. So I'm trying to link pleasure to this, this uh, new activity, this new habit I'm trying to develop to develop of meditation. And I'm thinking, okay, like, how do I do this? Okay, so you got to breathe. They say it's about the breath. So in, I'm breathing out. I'm like, okay, it's good. I'm relaxed. You know, like, I don't know, is this, 
Should I turn on cold water like Wim Hof says? Am I meditating yet? You know, should I say, I think I started at one point doing like, I breathe in positivity and I breathe out negativity. And I'm like, I don't know, should I be using those words? Is this good? It's like, oh, the cold water, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Ah, forget meditation. I can't do this. And that had been my experience for so many times. I tried it on and off um, because I'd been in some therapy sessions uh, that had um, talked about how important this was. And so anyways, but I still had this barrier. How do you do it? It's not real manly. So now I'm sold on it. Now I go to the Calm app, which I've already paid for for the year. So I've got full access to everything. I find this incredible woman. Her name is Tamara Levitt, and she starts out with the seven days of calm. And it's like an intro for beginners. I'm like, hallelujah, this is what I need. And the very first one just talks about the basics. The seven days, I went through seven days, and at the end of the seven days, I thought, you know what? I'm not sure that I still can totally do this on my own, so I'm going to do the seven days again. And I did the seven days again. And I did it, I think, a third time. And then there's another really cool man on there. His name is Jeff Warren. And he does like an intro as well. I think he does maybe 30 days or 21 initially, whatever it is. So I tried him out, and it was pretty cool. But I found that the way that Tamara Levitt uh, did her guided meditation resonated more with me. Um, And that's just for me. I know other people that Jeff Warren resonates more with them and it works better for them to meditate with him. In any case, the fact that it was guided really was the thing that helped me the most because I then knew uh, whether I was doing it right or whether I was doing it wrong. I continued on. Tamara Levitt had this 21 days of calm, which is a little more advanced. And I, I did that maybe, I don't know, three, four times. I did a lot of the intro stuff until now I'm to the point where every day virtually I I have missed some days um, but virtually every day I can count on one hand the times I've missed I am meditating and I kind of see it as with Tamara Levitt and it's incredible I basically crave this every day so what I want to do here um, is I want to go through what this is like to meditate. My hope, I want to like shout this from the rooftops. So if like, if we can kind of think of it like I'm on a rooftop right now and you're listening to me through this podcast, please listen to what I'm saying. If you have dealt with anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, I don't care what it is, if it's been a mental health challenge, can I make you a promise? If you start meditating every day, you're going to get a lot better. You are going to lose a lot of the mental weight that you are carrying. And it's this extra mental weight that makes kind of the normal stresses of life seem magnified and seem like they're way bigger than they really are. So for me, what that looks like is our dog, who everybody else in the family loves, I'm not so keen on her necessarily, will do something like she's out in the backyard and she's barking at someone. Well, sometimes I feel 
kind of annoyed by that. But the rest of the family doesn't seem so annoyed. Why? Because they're not mentally overweight. Now, I'm here to tell you that while I was obese, and I am no longer obese, I still feel like I do struggle with my mental weight from time to time. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse, um, just like it is for people who struggle with their physical weight. But overall, it's very interesting to see that my wonderful and beautiful wife, Amy, will be able to say to me sometimes, like, did you meditate today? <clears throat> or, you know, I can tell that you've meditated today because maybe a particular thing happened with our silly dog or whatever, and she can tell by my less stressed reaction that I've been meditating. I worked out mentally for the day. So, let's go through this. Here's kind of what it's like to be in a guided meditation on the Calm app with Tamara Levitt. This is what I do every day. Now, <clears throat> I would even suggest stopping the podcast right now, get some kind of really calm, ocean-y type Zen music on, whatever works for you, and put it on in the background, like play it at the same time on YouTube or whatever, on your phone at the same time. To me, this is what uh, kind of, uh, I think, elicits this reaction for me of craving meditation. It's putting your brain in this alpha wave state and like totally de-stressing. So you need the background music. This is my advice. If you really don't want that, you don't have to do it. I used to do it with like birds in the lake in the background, um, kind of ambient noise. But... Uh, yeah, right now it works best for me to have this kind of zen-type music. And uh, if you decide that you want to use a Calm app like I do, they've got all kinds of different choices you can put on and adjust the volume and all that kind of stuff. So just pretend that's on in the background. Or, like I say, stop the podcast, go and get some nice music and combine it with what I'm saying. Play it at the same time. Okay, so here's basically what happens. So I'm just going to pretend we're in this... Um, session, this meditation, guided meditation with Tamara Levitt. So she's going to say, it's so wonderful to be able to meditate with you again today. So what I want you to do is sit up as straight as you can. And she often says, tall like a mountain. So extend your back, your spine up as far as you can comfortably and breathe in a deep breath. let it go. Tamara Levitt, if you're listening, I think this is not nearly as smooth as what you do, but I'm just wanting to introduce people to it. Take another breath in and let it go. Okay. So now that you're relaxed, put your feet flat on the ground with your back straight. Focus on your breath. Focus on the breath coming into your body and going out of your body. F 
feel, so continue to do this while I'm talking. So what you want to do is feel where the breath and the sensation of the breath is most noticeable to you. It may be the sensation of the breath going in through the nostrils and out through the nostrils. It may be in the lungs. You may feel it most prominently in your abdomen. Wherever it is for you, focus on that point of the breath going in and then out. And then she won't talk for like two, three, four, five minutes. I don't know because I'm closing my eyes and I am like zoned out. And it's like, it's wonderful. So what I do during that time when she's not talking anymore is I actually pretend that I'm out in this gorgeous area that we have that's only about 30 minutes away from our house. It's called Waterton Lakes National Park. Feel free to Google it if you've never heard of it before. It's absolutely incredible. The place is like paradise. So we love to go out there in the summer, and I'll even go there sometimes in the winter. And I love to sit on the beach of this, like, beautiful, pristine lake. And you can see mountains and the lake and rocks and trees and, you know, wildlife, all that kind of thing. And I sit there on that beach, and I am like, oh, man, this is like taking a Valium. It is just so peaceful. It's like when I am there, my life has no stress, and it is wonderful. I don't have a care in the world, and I just, I actually don't want to leave. <laughs> but probably one of the reasons why I crave meditation every morning is because what I do is I pretend that I'm on that beach with Tamara Lovett and maybe, I don't know, five or six other people. And so I pretend that she's narrating, so she's walking me through with these four or five other people. Um, well, I'm sitting on my lawn chair on the beach, and me and these other people, we're closing our eyes. We, we're doing what she's talking about with the back straight and all that kind of stuff. And she's kind of walking near us, maybe behind us a little bit, and just talking about breathe in, breathe out and I am like there in that scene it's a perfect July day it's the perfect temperature it's about 6.30 in the morning there's virtually no breeze the water is very close to my toes um, I can feel maybe just a little bit of a breeze on my face and I don't have a care in the world it's like I'm in paradise, like I have died and gone to heaven. And I'm just breathing in. And breathing out. And it sounds like the weirdest thing to focus just on your breath. And for me, in that setting, right, pretending I'm in that setting, just focusing on my breath, because you're not thinking about anything. So how could that really benefit you? It's like, don't I need to think about, okay, I will get better mentally. I will get better mentally or whatever. 
No. It is this weird thing that as all you do, as as you focus only on your breath, that is like the secret to losing this mental weight and building your mental muscle. But the great thing is, as Tamara Levitt walks you through, she assures you, you know what, after you do this for a little while, maybe a minute if you're new at this, maybe even less, your mind will begin to wander. And you know what I love about Tamara Levitt? Man, she just reassures you. And when your mind wanders, that's okay. Just slowly, gently bring it back to the breath. And for me, that was a, an eye-opening experience and has been. It continues to be. Because sometimes I have a tendency to be pretty harsh with myself. And the way that she models this kindness and gentleness and compassion is something that has rubbed off on me over the, it's been over a year now that I've been doing this uh, consistently. And it's wonderful. And I find, now that I'm thinking about it, that I am a little more gentle and a little more kind and a little more compassionate with myself in other areas of my life as well. But this is the wonderful thing. So if you're meditating, and I like I got to tell you, you need to get into this. So when you do this, I'm hoping you do choose to do it. Don't be too hard on yourself because that's what our minds naturally go to. They want to... Our minds want to always be grasping at things in the past or things in the future or whatever. But to stay in the present and just focus on your breath, it means all the things that you worry about, all the things that give you anxiety, all the things that may cause you to be depressed, all the reasons that contribute to your thoughts of suicide potentially guess what when you're meditating you ain't thinking of nothing and none of that is there there's only one thing it's just your breath I want to make a little comparison and in a past episode I've done this, but maybe I can help you understand how focusing on the breath just quickly helps you. I love dirt biking. I have a dirt bike. It's a YZ250. It's a two-stroke. This sucker like rips and it is fun. I probably need to sell it before I kill myself on it. That is a topic for another day. Anyways, when I zip and rip around in the mountains uh, or here at home, what I find is it is so fun. It's almost addictive. So I am ripping around and I can picture myself up in the mountains with my buddies and we are going, 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 going. It is such beautiful scenery. We got the trees. We got the creeks. We got rocks, hills, dirt, grass, flowers, you name it. And we are zipping through there like fast on these trails. You know what? There's just one thing missing. As fun as that is, it is also important, not only for me, but even for the engine of my dirt bike, to take a little bit of time to shut that dirt bike off 
and to shut off my sort of state that I need to be in to be able to facilitate this zipping around at not 100 miles an hour, but, you know, sometimes 60, 70 miles an hour up these, you know, mountain trails. It's important to just slow down, turn off the dirt bike, and take in what is all around you and take a break. That's kind of what it's like in our lives. Whether or not we uh, are cognizant, are aware of what's going on, our brains are like, and if you're dealing with anxiety or depression or thoughts of suicide, whether or not you are aware of it, this is what is happening to you. Thoughts about the present, or sorry, thoughts about the past, thoughts about the future, and getting in the present and just focusing on the now and shutting that stuff out is like pressing the kill switch on your dirt bike, hopping off, and just taking it all in. The scenery, the sound of the creek, the wind in the trees. And for just a few moments, 10 minutes, you just relax. That is what meditation will do for you. This is what it's done for me. And I really, I just don't know how to say, again, I just want to shout it from the rooftops. Please, if you're struggling with anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, whatever else it may be, you need meditation. Okay. So, now, I want to make you a promise to finish here. I absolutely promise you that if you regularly meditate, and I recommend a guided meditation, doing the breath, doing the music in the background, like I've talked about, you will find that you will have a significant decrease in your feelings of depression, anxiety, and thoughts of suicide. I'm not saying you're kind of like going to be totally over it, if you're 125 pounds overweight mentally, like I was, it's not like you're just boom, snap your fingers, and now you're at your perfect weight, and you're at a mo- and you're in model status, like we talked about in the beginning. But you're gonna be using the teaspoon method to get to that point, and then when you lose the weight you need to lose, you're gonna be able to keep it off through continuing to meditate. The other thing it'll do, the normal stresses of life where you may see your husband or your wife or your coworkers or whatever and you're maybe sort of envious because they can deal with the normal stresses of life in a way that you don't seem to be able to, guess what? Start meditating. Stay meditating. And as this mental weight starts to come off, you too will find the same thing. To the point that I believe it will be like me when I first started meditating. I decided I didn't want to tell Amy. I wanted to see how long it would take her to notice because I feel and knew that she's a pretty good uh, judge of my moods and feelings. How long did it take? Well, after 11 days, I walked into the kitchen. Never forget this. Our dog, Lucy, the wonderful dog, Lucy, that we have in our home that lives with us that thinks she's a member of the family, well, <clears throat> she was doing something that 
I really dislike. It was something pretty simple. She was just licking out of what I call a human dish rather than one of her dog dishes. One of the kids had just give her, given her their food that was left over in a dish, their own dish. Well, to me, I find that pretty disgusting that a dog is going to lick our dishes and then I don't care if it goes through the dishwasher. It's still disgusting. A dog licked it. Uh, anyways, so I see Lucy licking a human dish. And normally, I might freak out just a little bit. This time, I just said something like this in this tone of voice. Luce, what are you doing? You know you're not supposed to be licking out of human dishes. And our oldest daughter, Julie, and Amy looked at me. Their eyebrows went way up, and they're like, Whoa, what have you been doing? Where's the real Dave? <laughs> and I thank God that the real Dave was starting to lose weight to the point that I could have that reaction. That, too, will happen for you if you embrace meditation. Lastly, your overall feeling of peace, your overall feeling of happiness will increase. Again, it's not going to be like snap your fingers, this is going to happen overnight. Remember, it's the teaspoon method, so you're also going to see teaspoon results. But as you do this, it will happen. I'm promising you those three things. So you're going to have a way increased ability to deal with your mental health challenges like depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide. Your general overall level of stress will decrease and your overall level of peace and happiness will increase. I'm giving you a Dave Miller promise. Go meditate. Do it today. Do it guided so you're not wondering all the time, am I doing this right? Go to the Calm app if you want. They're not paying me to say that, but they're the best that I found that works for me. If you want something free, you can also go to Insight Timer anywhere on YouTube, but I really highly recommend something that just focuses on the breath and uh, is something that you can keep up every day. A 10 or a 15-minute meditation, you can keep that up day after day after day after day after day. It's great to do a meditation for an hour, but if you only do an hour, you know, and as you get into it, you do it for seven days, and then you're like, I can't justify an hour a day. I'm not doing this anymore. Okay, that doesn't work. Better to do 10 or 15 minutes a day repeatedly for years than an hour a day for, you know, a couple of weeks and to do that sporadically. Okay, well, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And I've really loved going through this meditation. I ain't no Tamara Levitt, but I got to tell you, if you go and listen to her or Jeff Warren or whoever, you're going to be so happy. This stuff, folks, it'll change your life. I absolutely promise you. So thank you for being here with me again today. And of course, as we always do, before I sign off today, I just want you to picture me there with you and just picture me giving you a big old Canadian bear hug and telling, and just picture me telling you, I love you. You got this. You can do this, no matter how difficult it may seem right now. 
Thanks again, guys. If you love this podcast, please go and rate it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Please share it with one or two other people, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.